Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the Love Life Now podcast. I'm your host, Mina Ithal, and I cannot wait to share the continuation of my story that I shared in the first episode. So if you have not listened to the first episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode first. And this is a continuation of that story, how I spent 11 years and three separate incidences being scrutinized by principals and supervisors in my career as an elementary classroom teacher and how it left me feeling unfulfilled. It left me feeling anxious. It really affected my mental health. And in this episode, I'm going to share what I did to overcome that. And again, there is a way out. I also want to say thank you so much for helping me to celebrate my 40th birthday. This has been a dream of mine to create this podcast for about a year, maybe even a little bit more. And I'm just so excited that I can bring you this podcast to share what has helped me to overcome anxiety in the workplace because there is a way out and we all can experience joy and have balance in our careers or in the work we do in the life we live. So again, thank you for helping me to celebrate my 40th birthday. Hi, and welcome to the Love Life Now podcast. I'm your host, Mina Ithal, a certified holistic life coach and the founder of Love Life Now Coaching. I'm on a mission to help women find balance and joy in the work they do and the life they live because I used to be you. Over the course of 11 years, I experienced debilitating anxiety as a result of being scrutinized by principals in my career as an elementary classroom teacher. This left me feeling unfulfilled in my career. My clients come to me because they also feel unfulfilled in their careers. We've experienced anxiety about work, the Sunday night scaries or blues as I call it, hitting snooze over and over because we didn't want to start our workday, and lacking confidence in ourselves and our abilities in the workplace. Luckily, I found a way out, and I'd like to share it with you because life is not meant to be wasted away constantly worrying or dreading work, and you're also not meant to overwork yourself to the point of burnout. Instead, you're meant to enjoy and fully embrace joyful moments. In this podcast, I will be discussing what has helped my clients and I find fulfillment in the work we do. There is a way out, and it certainly doesn't have to be spent living with fear, anxiety, or dread for your workday. In fact, I am confident that you too can find balance and joy in the work you do, and you too can look forward to each and every day. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Now let's get started. The last episode, which is episode number one, and this episode, episode number two, are launched today on my 40th birthday. So thanks again for helping me to celebrate my birthday and making it such a great day. And I encourage you, there are some amazing giveaways if you go into my Instagram and Facebook business pages, which are Love Life Now Coaching. They'll be in the show notes as well. You can be entered to win some amazing, amazing prizes. 
And I also want to say, don't forget to subscribe and write a review because that's one of the ways that you can win one of these amazing prizes. I forgot to mention something in the last episode, and that is that I am a Hindu. My parents, if you don't know, were born in India and raised in India, and they came here later in life. And I was born here in Connecticut, and so I've lived all my life in Connecticut. My parents are very religious Hindus, and I consider myself a Hindu, but I consider myself more a spiritual Hindu. And I do listen to Indian music, but if you don't know, the Indian version of Hollywood is Bollywood. So I love a lot of Bollywood music because it gets you up and dancing. And I love any kind of music that makes me want to dance and fills me up with joy. But I also listen to Christian music. And whenever they say Jesus, I just replace it with one of my gods, like Rama, for example. And so one of the songs, when I was going through my period of time where I had to keep job hunting over and over to find the right fit for me in the public school sector or basically as an elementary classroom teacher in different school districts, I was job hunting. And one summer, I remember this song. I don't know if I listened to it on YouTube or found it on the radio. And it was the song Place in This World by Michael W. Smith. The lyrics are, I'm looking for a reason. I'm roaming through the night to find my place in this world, my place in this world. And when I heard this song, it just brought a flood of emotions to me. And I remember tears running down my face because all I wanted was to find my place in the workplace. I wanted to be that teacher of the year, the one that was recognized, not the one that was scrutinized. And so this was in the middle of those 11 years of being scrutinized. I remember crying to my mother and just sobbing and she giving me a hug and she was trying to console me. And I was like, I just want to get a teaching job and be there forever and not have to go through the scrutiny and this anxiety and all this worry. If any of you can relate, you might be feeling some of the similar emotions. Even if you're not a teacher, maybe you're working in the workplace, the corporate work environment, maybe you're a nurse and you're just so burnt out with everything that COVID has brought on us in the healthcare field. There could be a number of reasons that you might be feeling this anxiety. You might be feeling like you just want to find your right fit in work that you do and the life that you live. So I want to continue on with this story. So last where I left off was that I had left teaching to pursue a master's in social work program where I did my undergraduate degree at a small liberal arts college in Connecticut. And unfortunately, three weeks into it, I ended up quitting. I felt so lost. I felt confused. I felt frustrated because I knew that that wasn't the right fit. The program was not as organized as I had expected. It wasn't what I really wanting. And so I ended up quitting and I was even more lost and confused. And then there was a way out. And it was because of my massage therapist who had said to me in one of my massage therapy sessions, she said, why don't you talk to this life coach? She's using the office. She's the secretary's daughter. She used to be a teacher and she could help you. And so I said, let me think about it. I get home after the massage therapy session and I remember picking up a brochure that she had created. You 
weeks ago or even a month ago, I don't remember the exact time frame, I had gotten her brochure. So it was kind of ironic that my massage therapist mentioned it. I had picked up her brochure. So at the time, I didn't realize it, but it was like the universe was telling me, pursue this opportunity. It could support you. In the past, I had tried therapy sessions and I had tried several different therapists. And I had noticed when I worked with therapists, we would talk, but I would feel okay right after the session. But then later, I would have that anxiety again. So I'm not bashing therapists, but therapy didn't work for me. So I was like, I'm willing to try anything because I just left my teaching career to pursue social work, thinking that was the way out and it didn't work. And now what am I going to do? I booked a free call with her. She offered me a free call, quote unquote, a clarity call, just to see if this was the right fit for me and to see how she can best support me. So we had this call. I remember it was a Saturday and it was on the phone and we talked. She asked me what I was going through, what struggles I was facing, what I would like for my life. And then at the end, one of the things that really stuck out at me is she asked me, do you want to stay stuck forever? And immediately my first thought was absolutely not. You know, I wouldn't be calling her if I wasn't feeling stuck. So essentially I was feeling stuck. And so I ended up, this was end of September, October. Again, I don't remember the exact time frame. I ended up starting to work with her as her client. And in the beginning, we did an assessment and it was called a life wheel. And there's eight different areas in life coaching. And she gave me some questions and they're almost like the pieces of a pie. So when you break it down, there'd be eight slices. And some of the areas included career, it included home, it included relationships, for example, health. And she gave me some guiding questions so that I can rate myself in those areas. And I remember after I rated myself on a scale, I think it was zero to 10. It might have been one to 10. So I can't remember exactly. At the end, I felt like, oh my goodness, I have so much to work on because a lot of those areas were at the lower end of the scale. But she said not to worry. This is going to give us a good indication of areas that we need to work on. And so I worked with her on and off. I would say about two, two and a half years. And I remember I saw changes so quickly within myself. So one of the things that she really worked on was mindset as well as your environment around you. And so she helped me declutter my environment as well as work on my mindset and create some positive affirmations for myself that could really guide me when those negative thoughts come. And she also helped me to realize what is or what are my strengths and for me, it's not classroom teaching. It's not teaching a group of 20 to 25 students in person because that didn't work for me. And that's where principals had said to me, this isn't the right fit for you. Classroom teaching isn't for you. And so what she helped me to realize is that small groups are a better fit for me. I already had at that point an undergraduate degree in child study, certification in early childhood, which if you don't know to teach preschool and kindergarten special ed and regular ed and then first second and third grade regular ed I love the little ones and then I also had a master's degree in reading to teach students who are struggling in reading so essentially also certification in remedial reading and language arts in first through 12th grade what she helped me to realize is again small groups is a better fit fast forward that December and I was still working with her I decided to enroll in 
a certification program to get certified in special education. And I had the conversation with one of the advisors who was amazing. I did the program, not where I did my undergraduate and then I had quit that social work program. I did it where I did my master's and it was a much better fit. So then I enrolled in that program in January. So the spring semester of 2016 is when I enrolled in this certification program for special ed. So if I hadn't worked with my first coach, my first life coach, I would not have realized that small groups is a better fit. I would not have gotten my certification in special education. I would not have realized that there is a way to combat those negative thoughts by using positive affirmations because I was just so negative and down in the dumps that most of my energy was going to the negative aspect of my life and what's not working instead of what is working. She really helped me and I would not be here doing this podcast if it wasn't for working with my first coach. So I thank you so much. And I'm going to give her a shout out. Kristen Werblow, thank you so, so much for all you've done to support me and to help me see that there is a way out. And that's why I'm here today to tell you there is a way out. So fast forward. Again, I worked with her on and off for two, two and a half years, I want to say. And so I don't remember when this specifically happened, but I find that I'm very intuitive. Sometimes a thought can come to me and I got to roll with it. Or for example, one of my dearest friends, I've known her since fifth grade. And this was before I even started working with my first coach. I was at the casino and I was playing bingo with the old ladies, something that I wanted to do by myself. I just went by myself and I had finished playing bingo and I'm walking around and remember getting a text from my friends I've known since fifth grade. And she had said to me, Mina, I just had a date with this guy that was in her choir. And she said, we had a first date. It went well. And immediately I was like, you're going to marry him. That was in the early stages of her relationship with him. She just had one date. And fast forward, now they are married, married for several years, and I couldn't be happier for them. And we joke about it in some sense. We're like, how did you know this? And, you know, I just go with my gut sometimes. So I was going to Whole Foods, and I had seen my first coach, Kristen, in the past at Whole Foods. So in this one incident, I was like, wouldn't it be great if I see her? And I go inside, and lo and behold, guess what? I see Kristen. And she was with her daughter, who at the time I think was in preschool. It was around 2017, I would say. I asked her, what are you doing? It was a Saturday. And I asked her, what are you doing later today or the rest of your weekend? And she said with such joy on her face, you could see her face light up. She said, my kids are going to my mother's house and I am having a date night in with my husband. So it was nothing extravagant, nothing over the top. The joy she had in her face resonated with me throughout the whole time I was shopping and even driving home. And it really made me realize that there is so much more to life than being anxious, being overwhelmed, stressing about your workday and stressing about the what ifs. What, what if this happens? What if my boss says this to me? What if my principal says this to me? What if I'm not good enough? What if I lack confidence when they're observing me? You all know teachers, if you're a teacher and you're listening to this podcast, you all know that we get observed constantly by supervisors, by even superintendents, assistant superintendents, 
vice principals, principals, and it can be nerve-wracking because we can't predict what our students are going to do and what behavior challenges they're going to bring. We can't predict what's going to happen. So why not live with joy? And so as I'm driving home, I kept thinking about that joy on her face. So one day I woke up and I got this thought. I was like, Mina, what are you doing to yourself? And that is when I realized that there is so much more to life than being negative all the time, complaining, not wanting to get up out of bed to start your day, shutting out the world because you don't want to go to work. Life is meant to be lived with joy, and we are meant to have joyful moments. My first coach, Kristen, had said to me, or we were texting, and she's like, I could see you doing this. I could see you becoming a life coach or certified life coach. And I'm like, nah, this doesn't interest me. I don't really want to do it. You know, I still thought about it. I ended up looking at her program, and her program was a program that cost more money than I wanted to pay for to do a program if I was going to become a life coach. And then, you know how Facebook has a way of no matter what you're talking about or if you're looking on the internet for a restaurant or you're looking on the internet for maybe you want to become a real estate agent and you're looking at certification programs or you're looking at a restaurant and you go to their website or even you talk about something And Facebook has a way of showing you an ad that's related to that. It was so ironic. I ended up seeing an ad for a program that was in Connecticut in person because the program that I was looking into before that my life coach had done was some in person, but mostly a lot online. And this was before the pandemic. So a lot more things were in person. And so this was a program at a yoga studio. I looked at the program and I was like, I had done a retreat a few years ago. It was a one-day yoga retreat at that yoga studio and I loved it. And I remember one thing that struck me and got my attention was just realizing and remembering that that coach who's going to be leading the program, she had gone to India in the past, that's where she studied yoga. And because my parents are from India, I had that connection. And I was like, I'm doing this. I was the first student out of 12 to enroll in the program. And it was a program to become a certified holistic life coach. I enrolled in this certification program. It was a four-month program. And it was amazing because not only did I get to learn more about myself, But I also learned how to coach clients. And we had one exercise where we had to work with a client. And so I was able to do that, a pro bono client. And it was a wonderful opportunity. I got to know 11 other amazing students in the program. And I let go of some of my limiting beliefs. We learned different strategies, different techniques that can support us in our life, as well as if we were to start a business, because not everyone wanted to start a business, but I knew I wanted to. And so now today, this coach whose program it was, she is my go-to life coach. I go to her when I need support and she's amazing. Fast forward, June 2019 is when I became certified as a certified holistic life coach. It was an incredible experience journey. I became a business that was registered through the state of Connecticut in September So my business is Love Life Now Coaching, LLC. So it's been a whirlwind of an experience. There were aha moments. 
as well as moments where I felt frustrated with myself, confused, but I was able to find light at the end of the tunnel. And I want to let you know before I wrap this episode up that there is a way out and it is working with a life coach. If I hadn't worked with my first coach, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be having increased joy and balance in my life. And I wouldn't be here to share my story. And I I wouldn't be a certified holistic life coach. That is my story in a nutshell. I want to thank you again from the bottom of my heart for listening to episode one and this episode, episode two. And there's going to be an episode three right after this that you can feel free to listen to. I thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for helping me to celebrate my 40th birthday and listening to episode one, episode two. And again, I encourage you to listen to episode three. Thanks again. And don't forget to subscribe and write a review so you could be entered to win one of these amazing prizes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Love Life Now podcast. I hope you gain insight on steps you can take to find balance and joy in the work you do and the life you live. Let this podcast be a source of education, inspiration, and motivation for you as you take action on creating balance and joy in the work you do and the life you live. If you found this episode to be of value to you, please share this with any women you know who are going through similar career or job struggles and might benefit from listening to this podcast. And if you'd like additional support, please reach out to me at mina at lovelifenowcoaching.com. Sending each and every one of you my love. Know that you too can find balance and joy in the work you do and the life you live. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on any future episodes.